Have you once in a while, and the Pew, the Pew Research Foundation does a, a survey about current religious practices in America. One of the questions often asked of Catholics is what they believe about the Eucharist, because this is the center of our faith. I'm always a little saddened when I read the results, because in our ever now increasing secular culture in America, we even have Catholic Christians who will live their entire lives devoid of an authentic encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. Furthermore, they don't spend their lives attending Mass faithfully. They don't frequent Eucharistic adoration, let alone talk to Jesus throughout the day. And they don't feed their minds and hearts with well-informed and well-formed understanding of the teachings of Jesus, the actual teachings of Jesus, by reading the Bible and other reliable spiritual writings. Therefore, sadly, it's understandable that there now exists in our society more so-called Catholics who don't believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist than exist those who do believe in it and worship God in the Eucharist. This phenomenon is the first in the history of Catholicism. The first in the history of 2,000 years of our church. This says we're in crisis. What to do about it? What to do about it? For like yourself and all the young ones here that are at Mass and all of them that are not, right? So, what I just described is completely contrary to what I just experienced this week. Completely contrary to what I just experienced each evening this past week at Damascus Catholic Mission Campus as the priest chaplain for 500 high school and middle school teens. It's also contrary to what I just experienced yesterday at a full day conference with over 2,500 people, Catholics, from across our diocese at the Rescue Project Live with Father John Ricardo, and I got to be the MC from the event. But let me just stick with Damascus. Every evening, we had different and varied experiences and environments of adoration of our Lord in the Eucharist with the teens. For instance, on Wednesday night, I went around with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament placed in the monstrance, which displays him. And I and, I and another priest, we, we took turns. We went to each of the teens as they came up into the sanctuary in groups around the altar, like a circle around the altar. And they were kneeling. Went to each teen. And, and there was a large consecrated host in the monstrance of our of our Lord. And, and, and we were just, we placed them just inches from the faces of the teens as they knelt before him. Many of the teens had tears rolling down their faces. Others, huge smiles and even laughing out in joy. Others showed in their faces complete awe and wonder. 
Still others sent their arms and their hands up into the air to, 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 to touch the monstrance, like the woman in the gospel who reached to touch the hem of the Christ's garment and found healing. And as all of this was happening with groups coming and going in the sanctuary, the rest of the congregation of teens were worshiping and praising Christ in the Eucharist. And they were raising their voice high and loud in song and raising their arms to Christ so that their bodies also could participate in the worship of their God in their midst. And then the look upon their faces, they were focused, passionate, joy-filled, and filled with love for our Eucharistic Lord. If I had to guess, I would guess that pretty much 100% of those teens and then the other 4,500 teens who will be at Catholic Youth Summer Camp this summer are a whole new breed of Catholics who deeply believe and then live their belief in Jesus and the Eucharist as the center of their lives. So, this begs the question, why? Or maybe it's better put, how? How is there such a difference from the general population of Catholics, Christians in our society, the majority of who, after almost 2,000 years of consistent belief now, do not believe in the Eucharist? Compared to the 2,500 adults yesterday from around our diocese and the 5,000 teenagers who gather at camp only 45 minutes from here, who believe in Christ in the Eucharist and who worship Him with all their hearts, minds, and souls. What's the difference? The difference, I believe, is something I would call the lived experiences of faith. It is one thing to have faith. You know, to, to have a, it in our head and have information, even a lot of information, a lot of facts about God from religion in our, in our minds. It is an entirely different thing to give ourselves and our children lived experiences of the faith. That is to send them, for instance, to a one-week summer camp that gives them a variety of experiences to actually encounter Jesus Christ, to feel Him, to hear Him, to see Him. Not just to know him here, but to know him in our hearts, in our love, in a relationship. And this takes place too in every part of CYSE. The, the, the missionaries there find a way to integrate into every part, teaching the teens that every part of our lives we can bring God in. 
whether it's rock climbing or paintball or high ropes courses, lake time or zip lines, to also a dynamic and engaging celebration of the mass. Yes, adoration too, and a beautiful preparation for the sacrament of reconciliation with very pastoral and caring priests who father the teens to Christ's mercy and love. To the on-fire college students who are missionaries and counselors for the teens and lead them through processing every day and throughout the day, the entire week through small groups. And then these small groups who help one another grow in faith in a little community of friends who build up each other and accompany each other as they all grow in their discipleship journey. This is what makes a tremendous difference in the lives of our youth at camp, many of whom are now coming from St. Francis Parish and school. Compared to Catholics in our general population who are simply trying to live like everyone else, why in the world would they be doing that? The lived experiences of faith is what makes all the difference. Here's another thing that is making a big difference in faith in our lives. Faith in Christ in the Eucharist. And then in how we daily live out our lives in Christ. Here it is. It's the families that are growing up in and being formed by our faith. I can tell you this. Most of those teens from our parish and school that I ministered to in this past week at CYSC, most of them I now know their parents. And their parents are not only intentional about going to Mass every Sunday like you are, thanks be to God. Their children are growing up with parents who also want lived experiences of the faith. And these parents now are going to men's and women's retreats here at this parish and at Damascus. They're going to conferences, such as like the conferences that we had on healing the whole person. And they're going to weekly adoration. They're going to confession regularly. And they've been joining these new thrive groups for parents and other discipleship groups and Bible studies and prayer groups. They are seeking. They are hungry. They thirst for Christ and thirst to experience him in their hearts, not just to know about them in their heads. And their children? Their children are growing up with parents who are willing to change, willing to try something new, willing to become something more, willing to be transformed rather than remain the same in our Catholic faith year after year, and for some of us decade after decade, without ever really evolving in our faith. These parents are different. They're reaching for more and more of Christ in their lives. And friends, the apple never falls too far from the tree, does it? But this return to the authentic living of our faith from a classroom type of learning about Jesus, his church, 
and his teachings to a life of many and varied lived out experiences of Jesus and the sacraments and the truth, the true teachings of Jesus Christ and learning and understanding what they are and, and appropriating them to our lives so we can be set free. That authentic living out of the faith, this isn't just limited to a summer camp or a mission campus or a group of families or a group of Catholics who go to a conference uh, like yesterday. It's not just limited to them wanting more than the, what the life, the world is throwing at us now, offering to us. We are now, in addition to that, seeing many of our parishioners, young and young at heart, and everything in between, engaging in so many of the offerings of our parish to grow in faith and set themselves up to encounter Jesus in the extraordinary and then be able to see him and have him and, and be in a relationship with him in the ordinary lived out experiences of our lives. And because of this cultural shift in our parish over the past years and the deep faith of some of our parishioners who have been here for years and have nurtured a beautiful, active faith life. The latest surveys of our own parishioners, which we did through the Discipleship Maker Index about a year and a half ago, regarding belief in the Eucharist, among our parishioners, is over 90% of our parishioners believe in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Thank you. This mission to make disciples who have a personal, intimate relationship with Christ, not just believers who don't know Christ in their lived experiences. And the same mission then to make disciple makers, not just so-called Christians who keep whatever level of faith they have to themselves. This mission has now spread to our school of making disciples and disciple makers, to our new classical education curriculum, which is bringing a host of experiences of Jesus into the lives of our students, weekly, daily. In addition, we're calling on our own teachers to more, to simply receive more of Jesus in the Eucharist at weekend masses, spending time with Jesus in Eucharistic adoration, being in a part of a discipleship group, and being accompanied and assisted in their spiritual journey by a certified spiritual director. Furthermore, we're providing opportunities for our school children's parents to have more experiences of faith together. Many of our parents are now in what they themselves have formed called Thrive Groups, gathering regularly in faith, friendship, and community with people who share their similar values and beliefs and who hunger for more for their children than the society is currently set up to offer them. Bring all of these elements together, a dynamic new curriculum centered in excellence in faith and academics and more lived experiences for the students, teachers, and parents. And what you have is an environment that will shape and form a new generation of not just youth, but families. Who not only know some things about God from religion, but who actually know Jesus. 
and have a relationship with him and whose belief is lived out in daily life. Persons willing to be transformed by their faith rather than the culture and capable of being agents of transformation. And then raising children who after they graduate from high school, public or religious, are raising children who continue to practice their faith rather than the majority who stop practicing their faith. My friends, today is the beautiful solemnity of Corpus Christi, the feast day of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Let us all, all, all make the decision to not only believe in the real presence, but to allow Christ's presence to become part of every aspect of our lives from day to day so that our faith can continue to grow and mature from a belief in Christ to lived experiences of the person of Jesus.